Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is, by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Now let's get into today's message. Everything God has has a physical part and a spiritual part. The physical is obvious. We're seeing things in our streets that we have never seen like this before. You think about Seattle and Portland and Los Angeles and and Pittsburgh and all these places that there's New York where they're going in and taking over lawless people going in, not peacefully demonstrating People are going in and taking over blocks and blocks and blocks of neighborhoods, not peacefully demonstrating. How does that go with looting? How does demonstrating go with shooting people? How is you demonstrating going in to people who have worked hard to build a business and stealing their stuff? We have leaders political leaders that are not only okaying it, they're encouraging it. The Boston Herald on June 5th, 2020, part of their article says, amid demonstrations, liberal elites praise violence as a protest tool. Some call them protesters Others call them rioters, but to the American enlightened elite, there is only one word for them, heroes. Here's a sign that I'm coming. There will be lawlessness being released as never before. These people go in there for weeks and weeks and weeks. Who's feeding them? They're coming in on buses. Who's financing this? There are people who are backing them up, and here we have people saying, oh, they're not protesters, they're not rioters, they are heroes. But only if you're enlightened do you see them that way. So you who think them as robbers and thieves and murderers, you're not the enlightened one. What if they came into your house and started robbing your stuff and stealing your stuff and beating up your wife or beating up your children? Are you going to call them heroes? No, I'm going to call them corpses. We've had riots before. We've had demonstrations before. And there's nothing wrong with demonstrating. But you don't demonstrate by killing people and destroying people's property. That's an excuse for lawlessness. But when you have leaders, political leaders, that are encouraging it, you have people that are sponsoring it, you have people that are paying for it, you have people that are are behind it, then this is giving it a whole new meaning to lawlessness. But the thing you've got to understand is this is a precursor for the Antichrist. Because when the Antichrist comes, the church and the Jews are gone. 
right now, we're still here. And because we're here, the Holy Spirit is still here. And he subdues it to a degree. If you think this is crazy, then wait till the rapture takes place and there will be nothing to hold back evilness. If you think it's crazy them walking in and just taking everything and smashing everything and burning everything and people being shot and people being killed and people being beaten. If you think that's crazy, wait till the Christians and the Jews are gone. And can I tell you, you don't want to be here. You want to hear the blowing of the shofar right now. You want to hear the footsteps of the Messiah coming. Now, how did this all happen? And forgive me, I'm, jump, I'm jumping through all the, all the good stuff. How did this all happen? Everything God does has a physical and a spiritual. The reason why this is happening in the physical is because we've allowed it to already happen in the spiritual. Lawlessness without the laws of God. Without the laws of God. The word lawlessness in the Greek is the word nomia, which means deliberately disobeying specific standards. Deliberately disobeying specific standards. And the word lawlessness in Hebrew means rebellion against God. So when the Bible says that the world will be full of lawlessness... This is a sign of the coming of the Messiah. We can look at it as, well, deliberately disobeying specific standards. We're just not acting like the rest. But I love the way God really says it. That lawlessness means that we are disobeying God. So before lawlessness can be in the streets lawlessness, the lack of the laws of God, start in the church. You think about the Supreme Court passed a ruling that prayer in school is unconstitutional. When I went to school, when I was in grade school, the way we started today is we all stood, put our hand over our heart, and say, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands one nation. Now, a certain party just had their convention this week, and they pulled out one nation under God. You do not want these people in power. They took their Ten Commandments out of our school. Then they took the commandments out of the government. Lawlessness means without the laws of God. How did this happen? It starts in the church. One man put, said it this way, said that we started with theology, then we went in the pulpits to therapy, and then from therapy we went to just motivational speaking instead of teaching the Word of God. Several years ago, Pastor Scott and I were over in, in Jerusalem. We were doing some filming and having some meetings. And I get a phone call from this lady, very, very strong Christian lady, supporter of Israel, lives there. She said, this person who's very high up in the government uh, would like to have a meeting with you and talk to you, can't be seen in public. And so we went and had this meeting. And this person said, listen, uh, the reason I wanted to meet with you, I want, you, I want to ask you, 
to keep teaching what you're teaching. And I said, Orthodox Jew. And I said, wow, okay. And he goes, we watch, our television program is not only on in America and the rest of the world every day. Our television program, Tiz and I are on every day in Israel. And this man said, we watch what is on Christian television. And to see if somebody's saying something that'll help us, hurt us. This man said, Pastor, I, we know that, that not only are Christians watching your program in Israel, we know that Jews are watching your program in Israel. We know that Muslims, we know who's watching. We know, we, we can tell. And he said, he said these words, he said, what you're teaching, we believe, is a key to the peace in the Middle East. Jews, Muslims, and Christians coming together. And he looks at me and he said, what's happened to American Christianity? This was years ago. He goes, and who's so-and-so? And And if I told you a name, he's a good friend of mine. He goes, those people don't even open the Bible. Now you think about here, he said, they're not saying anything. It's just like motivational speaking. And you think about this statement, we went from theology to therapy to motivational speaking. And I believe in motivational speaking. I believe in pumping us up and getting us ready to be more than a conqueror. But that only happens if my people are called by my name. We have major Christian leaders, huge churches. And they're saying things like, now that we have grace, there's no need to teach on sin. Now that we have grace, there's no need to teach on repentance. Now that we have grace... One preacher, who's a good friend of mine, very famous guy, actually said, if you try to live sinless, you are negating the grace of God. Lawlessness. This isn't coming from the throne of the Antichrist. This is coming from pulpits, and it's on television. It's in churches. Now that we have the commandment to love one another, there's no need for the Ten Commandments. If you try to fulfill the Ten Commandments, You're actually sinning. But this is what is happening. And, you know, the Bible says in the last days, right will be wrong and wrong will be right. So all of a sudden, we're teaching on, you know what? Men ought not marry men. It says so in the Bible. Women ought not marry women. It says so in the Bible. If you're born a man, you're a man. Use the men's bathroom. If you're born a woman, use the woman's bathroom. But we have preachers that are on television saying, you know what? God doesn't care about that anymore. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, why you call me Lord and don't do the things that I tell you to do? And so we need to understand that this lawlessness that we're seeing in the streets is the physical aspect. Are we saved by grace? Are we saved by grace? Yes. Paul said this. Where sin does abound, grace that much more abounds. But then should we then sin? So grace abounds? God forbid. That's the words of of Paul the apostle. That's the words of God. I walked in church, a drug addict. Walked into church a drug addict. I'm not still using drugs very often. (laughs) 
What if I, what if I was, you know, I walked in the church with a real anger problem. And now I am the sweetest guy on the face of the earth. I didn't get any laughs on that at all. We're to change. Once we get saved, we're to change. We are saved by grace, not by works, lest any man should boast. Once we get saved, we're to go and sin no more. From glory to glory, he's changing us. We need to be more Christ-like next year than we are this time this year. And God says, and yet the Lord says, in these last days, in the house of God, lawlessness will abound. How much does God love us? He loves us so much that he sends us warnings. But you know, God chastens those he loves. If you're sitting here and you're feeling a little uncomfortable, you know why that is? God loves you. It's, ra- it's better to feel a little uncomfortable to hear the blowing of the shofar, to realize, you know what? God's serious about this stuff because things are about to happen. If this next presidential election goes wrong, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. The church is in trouble. Society's in trouble. God will say, God will say, you don't want me around? Good luck. But I'm going to tell you something. For those of us who are serving God and living for God and loving God, everything is going to be all right. Remember where Jesus says, they come to Jesus and they said, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we do miracles in your name? What was Jesus' response? Depart from me. I never knew you. I've always wondered about that. And I found something in studying that some Hebrew scholars, some Jewish scholars commented on that. And they said they believed that Jesus said that on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. That they were ready for the power of God, the blessing of God. And Jesus says, depart from me. I don't even know who you are. And they said, he wasn't saying this as a rabbi forever. He was saying that you've missed, the ble- you've missed all your blessings for this next year. Now next year, come around, I'm going to blow the shofar again. And if you wake up on Rosh Hashanah, I'll open the book. And I'll reveal the blessing. But you've missed it. Let's say the rapture does take place this year. Are you ready to go? Let's say it doesn't take place. Are you ready for the blessing? Either way, if we're not serving God, we miss the rapture or we miss the revival. Either way, our Father loves us so much. Can I have my shofar? Stand with me. Let's stand. Stand with me. Think about this. Close your eyes. You're laying in bed and it's dark. It's pitch black. And all of a sudden the Lord walks in next to your ear and goes. I did this last year on Rosh Hashanah with my grand sugars. 
we're getting ready for come to church, and they're in their room, they're sound asleep, and I snuck in and I went, what? Time for church. And I was mean just so I could use that illustration for you. But that's what it's about. The rioting in the street, Russia and China, the, the, the peace process, all this stuff is happening. It's all happening to wake us up. You know what, Pastor? I haven't been serving God. You know what? I've been missing more church than I've been in. You know what? I haven't been paying my tithes. You know what? I haven't been doing good to help others, the widows and the orphans. You know what? I haven't really been serving the Lord the way I should. I've kind of gotten a little lukewarm. (laughs) Russia, China, Israel, peace pact, riots, lawlessness. It's a wake-up call. Why? Because it is our Father's good pleasure. To give us the kingdom. Can I have an amen? Do you believe that today? Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-204-6545 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 800-204-6545 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support. And tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.